Straight leap to fame in front. He starts to tighten the noose. He's five metres to catch away. Third quarter and 27. Three back the inside is Max Delight. Four back the peg, Spirit of St. Louis. But it's leap to fame. He's in full flight coming around the home turn. Here just clear from catch away. Don't start dreaming and starting to run on strongly. Leap to fame's got a healthy lead. The Kiwi runs on well. Don't stop dreaming. But it's leap to fame clear. The Queensland star. He takes another great leap towards the great star. Stage and he takes the Hunter Cup in style. It's all black and white. He is a special horse. Wins two metres. Don't stop dreaming with second and terrific. Leap to fame winning the SEN track AG Hunter Cup. Half a million dollar race and he was just too good leap to fame. It was a very smart bit of driving at the start by Grant Dixon. Don't underrate what he did at the start of the race. He just let the horse, he let things unfold that little bit. And then as soon as the real tempo came out of it, he just ro- rolled around, works to the top. Catch a wave, got fired up, I think. He over-raced a bit behind the leader. Well, it's no, I think. I think everyone saw that. And... Well, I've been spruiking that don't stop dreaming and come hard late. And if he was vulnerable, leap to fame, he'd be the one that would be coming. Don't stop dreaming. Well, I don't think he was vulnerable. I think if don't stop dreaming, eyeballed him at the 200. I reckon leap to fame would have ran back away from him, if that makes sense. I don't think he was ever going to lose the race. And Max Delight, like seriously, this horse, I just love this horse. He he won the New South Wales Derby as a three-year-old. He's won a Victoria Cup along the way. He runs third in a Hunter Cup. He's won a pure steel when he's missed out on a run in a Hunter Cup, like about three years ago. It's, And I said this in an interview uh, with David Aiken on Saturday night or the panel discussion we did upstairs. Like, a champion horse is one thing, but it takes a champion trainer to get longevity out of a horse. And David's done this multiple times with multiple horses at the top level. Like Lenny the Shark, he won a Vic Cup as an eight-year-old, and he won the New South Wales Derby. And here's Max Delight still, you know, just racing at the peak of his powers, really running third in Hunter Cup. Great result. Better eclipse. Mate, didn't he run a great race, really? Like, he got to the line sensationally from gate seven, wouldn't I, would have loved to for him to have his Vic Cup draw this time and maybe uh, the Vic Cup draw, he could have had seven to see what he had done on Saturday night. Typo was a big tick as well. Spirit of St. Louis got to the line really well. I'm sure they were proud of Curly. James did a great job. Canina Problema didn't have much chance from way back in the field. Steve? Yeah, the winner was just way too good leap to fame. As I said, once he found the front, it was basically race over. From that point onwards, uh, catch a wave, as you said, just pulled way too hard, especially over a long trip. You can't pull that hard in a race like that and expect to be there at the finish. And, uh, yeah, he was gagging for breath uh, up the home straight, but totally understandable. So don't write him off. Just put a line through that run, and uh, i got no doubt he will bounce back. I was, I was watching him in the prelim, and he was up on his toes, and I thought, Gee, I hope he settles okay. Looked like Kate had got him to settle, and Leap to Fame was sort of halfway past him, and he was still okay. And then when he got three quarters of the way past yeah, him, all of a sudden you could him. see then Kate just lean back in the cart, yeah. and I thought, oh, that is not good. Mm. She'll be wishing now that she sort of held the front, but you know, you just couldn't. You know, the pressure was going to go on, but once he was pulling that hard, uh, yeah, it was it was a very sad sight to see because you knew he just couldn't finish the race off doing that. 
especially over that trip. And and the quarters that they went were pretty pretty pedestrian, 30.3, 29.5, and then they ramped it up for a 27.1, 27.1. So uh, it was a very quick last half, but don't stop dreaming. I tell you what, I tweeted out uh, after this race that I think he is our next superstar on the rise. I think you're going to see his names up in lights for the next, you know, umpteen years. He, he just looks like he's a real deal. Spoke to Mark Purden last week when he uh, had him in at Melton for his first up run over here. And, you know, he, I, I saw him after the race and asked him how he pulled up. He was just coming back from the wash and he goes, he's, he's blown up a bit. He said he'll take improvement out of that run. And I had a quick look over him. And he had blown up quite a lot. And so as good as he has gone here in the Hunter Cup, I expect him to be even better coming out of this race. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. I think this will actually, it sounds stupid, but I think this race will actually top him off. Well, so look out Sydney siders because, yeah, he is an up-and-coming star. Well, he, I've said this many times. His owner, uh, Dennis Dunford, told us on this show that the Chariots of Fire is the race he'd love to win. If you think this was in 12 months' time, would Mark have gone around to the chair and sat outside Leap to Fame? I uh, don't know. Don't know. Hard to say. So. I mean, I think so. He possibly could have. He's. I mean, no one else was going to, you know, sort of stop him from doing that. Um, at the moment, he's just looking after the horse and bringing him through yeah. his sort of grades and and looking after him the way he did and he hit the line absolutely super. I mean, his last quarter twenty six forty eight. We talk about. You know, Frankie Ferocious's last quarter before, you know, breaking that 26 gun, 25.73. This horse has gone 26.48, covering 410 metres for his last quarter. Uh, Frankie Ferocious, 25.73, covering 405. So there's five metres further he's covered. That brings their, their times down fairly close. And this horse has done it three and four wide on the corner. Having to come off Curly James's back and go around him and then try to run down leap to fame. So as quick as Frankie Ferocious was, don't it, it doesn't look as flash, but side by side, I, I reckon this horse is every bit as quick as him. So I tell you right now, this is the horse I want to be on up in Sydney. I do you remember when Smolder won it? And if you went back and watched it, I'd love to see a split screen of the two races because. <laughs> Uh, they were nearly the same. Mark Purden, he, he sort of just let Smolder balance up and he was sort of three wide, three back the outside for a little bit. Then he went around to the chair and then from memory, he just rolled on to the top on that occasion. He went 59 and home in 55. They were like spitting images, the two races, Steve. Yeah, yeah. He was a very nice horse, Smolder. And uh, I do honestly think, yeah, this might be Mark's next next star. I know all the talk was about a cooter coming over and, and this horse may have just been almost a travelling companion. But when uh, a cooter didn't come, if this horse was only a travelling companion, Mark wouldn't have come across. He would have stayed at home and not even bothered making the trip. When he did make the trip just for that one horse, I thought, wow, he, he must have something really special. He didn't wrap him up. He, man, Mark never does. He's the greatest underseller you'll ever find. And uh, he wasn't wrapping him up last week on Trot's Vision. And uh, even after the race, he was just still playing it down. But I think he showed his cards there on Saturday night that he certainly does have an, a star just starting to be unveiled, unraveled now. I think the uh, difference there, uh, I suppose, to Smolder was it was a stand start, wasn't it? So... Um, those that want to stand start, uh, just get a split screen of the two races, Leap to Fame and Smolder. And uh, I, I, you can nearly show the last mile of those two races or the last 2,500. 
and then ask someone which one was the stand and which one was the mobile. And guess what? You wouldn't know which one was which if you didn't know. They were very, very similar races in many regards. So uh, those that believe in the stands, that yep, sometimes it might make for a more interesting race, but sometimes it might just be the same result. Uh, let's clear a commitment. Oh, you, you're good. Was there any more points on the Hunter Cup, Steve? I don't want to... Oh, look, Max, Max Light was terrific. Yeah. Uh, he's our little black book uh, money earner at the moment. He just keeps doing the job for us, running placings. What did he pay? $4.40. I thought that was one of the bets of the night. When he got out to $4, I thought that was crazy overs, considering he's always going to be leaders back or three fence at worst. Yeah. And you know how well he's been hitting the line, and uh, he did that again Saturday night. Better Eclipse, really. Really good too. Tapo, very nice. Spirit of St. Louis, really good run. Top six, just tick, 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 tick. 